celebrating classics and creating new ones. Only on the Music Vibes Podcast. Now, here's your host, DC Hendrix. This is the Music Vibes Podcast. DC Hendrix here, back here in 2020, second podcast of the year. And what we do, and we started this last year with our fantastic sponsor, the Clyde Theater, is we're going to preview once again some upcoming shows at our fantastic Clyde Theater on Bluffton Road. And we have our fantastic marketing directors in studio again here to have some fun. We got both Daniel Butler and Rachel Burnett joining us here again. What's going on? Oh, very happy to be here. Thanks for having us. That's right. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Don't be, don't be quiet now. We've been yeah. talking. Yeah, not, uh, we got Mike is a lot of cool. We wrapped up 2019 uh, was with a bang. Had 100,000 people in through our doors since opening, and then uh, kicked off 2020. We just sold out uh, Billy Strings. So it's a bluegrass uh, and alternative rock. Uh, show so uh, things are really picking up at the Humby Village at, for the Clyde and Club Room. That's right, and you know, to just kind of recap before we get into you know all the upcoming shows, just kind of wanted to recap because it's been a while since you guys have been in here. Uh, we can start. We can start with Rachel. Anything exciting that you did over the holidays? It's been a while. Uh, it feels like forever. Right. Yeah. Um, this Christmas was fun for me. Uh, the Christmas and New Year's season. Typically, my boyfriend goes out of town for, with his family, and this year we finally got to spend the holidays together. So that was really fun. Was we awesome. made some new memories, made some new traditions. Um, and my Christmas present was—I know the last time we talked about um, Arizona. My Christmas present from him was actually a trip to California. So we're Ooh, doing that next month. Ooh, jealous. I like that. <laughs> I like LA that. Vibes. Yeah. Wait. If you wait a couple more months, you could have went to Coachella. And it was that, that's oh, something you're right. I he been. timed it badly. I wanted to let him know. <laughs> <laughs> Got him in the doghouse now. My bad. My, my bad, man. Step it up next year. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's awesome. That's, that is awesome. Yeah, we'll guys. be there over Valentine's Day. So. That's awesome. That's even better. See? Right. That's awesome. Good, good work there. Good work. There. What's his name? Give him a quick shout out. Brad Freiberger. Good there job. There we go. There we go. Great stuff. Shout out to him. So you, I actually got to see you over the break uh, last weekend. Yeah, last before, something weekend like that. Mac Miller. Mac Day. Shout out Jay Tubbs, DJ. Put on a great event at Petal City. So we got to hang out there. But you know, we can recap that first. You know, Mac Miller. We're both Mac Miller fans. Yeah, huge Mac Miller fan. I was um, back in high school. I was uh, Blue Side Park and just came out when I was in high school. And, uh, just a great. I just love his music, and ever since his first mixtapes came out, I've just always been a great fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, he passed uh, a couple years ago, yeah. and uh, so it was really cool to kind of get out and kind of have the the bar vibe, but have right. some Mac Miller music. And um, his latest project was um, really, really cool. A great wrap up. Mm-hmm. I think what his his uh, discography. Um, and yeah, so what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought it was. I love the party, and uh, yeah, the latest album Circles. Got to listen to it a couple times. You know, um, want a little bit more rap. You know, from Mac. I know he started transitioning a little bit mm-hmm. from swimming, and you know, yeah. obviously when it comes to very, you know very records being yeah, it was a little bit different. So it had to grow on me, like most records like that, where you have to yeah. take in all the lyrics. So it took a minute to grow on me, but yeah. I absolutely love it. I think it continued. I, yeah, I think it was a great. Um, kind of just play off of what swimming was absolutely um swimming obviously got a lot deeper with like the introspective lyrics and stuff like that and this kind of was just playing off of that so i mm-hmm. thought it was very well done and obviously the record wasn't finished and uh, right. john Brion, his producer just went on an interview and just kind of talked about how he was in the studio and how there's multiple times when he was in the studio he had, to, he had to step out of the room just because there was just a lot of raw emotion and, yeah burst into tears a couple times for like uh once a day and mm-hmm. blue world and stuff like that so i thought um obviously like you said it's not a rap album but mm-hmm. i thought it was a great way to wrap up his career and kind of really focus on his 
whole theme throughout all his music, which is just looking internally and kind of bettering yourself. An album from someone trying to find happiness yeah. is the way I would yeah. summarize circles. Yeah. I really hope when he passed that like people really he knew how many how many people loved his work and loved him as That's a right. human. And, and you you see a lot of people if they pass like there are some people that have bad thoughts, but but Mac mm-hmm. Miller like you have. I don't think anyone has said a bad word from Jay Z to right. Eminem to whoever. Mm-hmm. And, Great things to say about him as a person. We could have a whole podcast <laughs> on that. We yeah, had to, to recap. Had, had to recap that, and you know, obviously, both had a great time out of Mac Day, yeah. um, out of Pedal City. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, crazy shows coming up in February at the Clyde Theater. So let's start off though. One that I know our station was having a little fun with and giving some tickets away, but the Almond Betts Band I know is coming. So first couple of shows in February, you can start off with Humphreys um, McGee and mm-hmm. Almond Betts Band. Kind of tell the listeners a little bit about those two shows starting off. Yeah, we're really excited to have Umphreys McGee back. Um, it's a great jam band. They come back on uh, January 29th. Um, we had a great crowd in last time, so we're sure to have a, a lot of pickup um, coming up in this, this week especially. Then we're starting out February really strong on uh, Friday, February 7th. We have the Almond Betts Band. Mm. Um, they're coming in with their special guests, J.D. Simo and Jackson Stokes. And uh, then we have Wednesday, February 12th, Alter Bridge is coming um, with Clint Lowry of Seven Dust and Deep Fall. Mm. And then Thursday, February 13th, the very next day, we have Richard Marks, which uh, it's an acoustic evening of love songs, which we've really been promoting as the perfect date night. If, if any men out there, there have uh, are struggling with any gifts, um, it's a really great night. It's, it, it'll be a short and sweet show. You know, it's an intimate evening, so it'll just be with him. Um, it's acoustic, so it's beautiful. You know, you can get out there, do some little love, little love songs with uh, your significant other. Um, we're probably having going to have some VIP specials for that night as well. Uh, for the next uh, Saturday, following that on the 15th, February 15th, we have Badfish, a tribute to Sublime. And then uh, the following weekend, February 21st, we have Lee Bryce, which I know um, everybody's probably sick of me talking about it because I am so... Rachel is excited to say the least about this. <laughs> yeah. And of course, nobody can see, but I'm telling you right now, she, I, she looks like the Joker. She's so excited right now. His permanent smile, soon as she even looked I at I love the him. Show. I adore... He is one of those country artists that has put out hit after hit after hit, and I feel like he is so underrated. Um, I actually, when I first started working for the Clyde, he's one of the artists that I brought up just because I saw him a couple of years ago at Country Fest at Parkview Field. Mm-hmm. And I... Heard of his music before then. I was a fan, but he's really one of those artists that when you see him live and, and in person, um, I it just strengthened how much I love him, and uh, so I'm thrilled to have him in our house. Um, and then the Sunday after Lee Bryce, we have Eric Johnson, which I know that you're very excited Ooh, about. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Classic rock. Bring it on. Classic rock. That's the only way I can explain. One of the greatest and most influential guitarists there is still alive today. Absolutely. Yeah, we had him last year, so we're really excited to have him back. And then following that, actually, I know this is in March. It's March 19th. But we have Matt Stell, which is an up-and-coming country artist. Mm. Um, but the the show is actually benefiting the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So I had to put that in there because uh, $5 of every ticket sold is going to go to the Children's Research Hospital. It's a great oh, cause. Awesome. And it's a great reason to come out. You know, so you guys just ended up announcing... You know, a big concert just the other day. I know we had to get it up on the website as quick as possible, and I know it's going to make a lot of our listeners very happy. But, you know, the Resurrection uh, Journey tribute coming. It's going to kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we just announced that last week. Tickets are on sale Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday at 10 a.m. Um, we also will have another announcement um, for that Friday as well. Okay. Um, a, a Chicago tribute. Ooh. Like Chicago. There we go. So, um, <laughs> that'll be really exciting. Those tickets will be on sale Friday. And, I mean, Everyone knows Journey songs. Don't stop believing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's separate ways. Yeah. I mean. I know you're excited. We've talked about our uh, hair band uh, yes. fanship there. 
Yes. <laughs> um, and then also, we can look ahead a little bit. I know we usually, you know, preview the upcoming months ahead, but there's also a couple more shows I wanted to, you know, let you guys bring up. So one, we actually, I know it's a ways away, but Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers mm-hmm. are also coming to the Clyde. Yes, that's a huge show. We those tickets are moving fast. So mm-hmm. if you're if you hear this and you're thinking about going, <laughs> buy those tickets now. Um, definitely. Uh, get ahead of that one because it will I'm guessing it will sell out. Yeah, um, we've gotten that is a it's such a fun show to promote on our end because we've seen everybody from like the millennial age to my parents age excited about this show. So I think it'll be a really fun mix of people. Yeah, and obviously biggest song I think is the one that Tupac sampled with changes. And mm-hmm. um, that's the way it is. I know right. that's a big Bruce Hornsby song. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you guys have either heard the Tupac song changes, um, the entire tune from that song was stolen from Bruce Hornsby. Right. Stolen, <laughs> used, whatever you want to use. Hopefully paid for. Sample. Hopefully, I'm, hopefully I'm not snitching here. <laughs> um, obviously, that's a big hit. Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers uh, with that big hit. So you can listen to that and much more there. So this is something a little bit different that I also wanted to bring up, um, you know, I love some jazz, R&B, and funk. So this this show right here is something I want to bring up as well, and that's Brian Culbertson as well coming mm-hmm. to the Clyde. That would be a cool jazz fusion, kind of more upbeat, but still in that jazz um, frame there. Yeah, and funnily enough, those are actually on the same week. Uh, so Brian Culbertson comes mm-hmm. um, April 15th, that's a Wednesday, and Bruce Hornsby will be here the very next day on Thursday, April nice. 16th. Yeah, fun week for music at the Clyde. Nice, I love it. And, you know, going a little bit before that, going back to March a little bit, you know, moving around. So Los Lobos and Candlebox also, I know they they, they came here last year as well, so they're returning. Correct, yeah. Yes, both of them. Uh, it's fun. We're going to have Los Lobos, which is a little Chicano rock, and uh, Candlebox, which is a grunge and alternative rock, um, also kind of in the same week. So Los Lobos will be on Thursday, March 26th, and Candlebox will be on Sunday, March 29th. Some good shows. I got to see Candlebox last year. That was one of my trips to the Clyde Theater. I believe that was on Valentine's Day. It was. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So switching it up show. a little bit this year with Richard I like Marks. It. But. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So some fantastic shows, and we'll run through those again um, after this. But I wanted to bring up. So I've been noticing some changes with the club room recently. Yes. So we just announced a huge expansion for the club room. We've only been open just under ten months. A lot of months. Yeah, and uh, we we do live music. Four nights a week now. So mm. the, if you've ever been there for, we do a Monday blues, a Wednesday night jazz session with uh, Lucia Pyle. Mondays is with uh, G Money, if you're a G Money fan. And then Friday, we actually just started uh, Friday Night Vibes. Uh, it's with WBOI. Um, they bring in local and regional artists, kind of just switching it up and showcasing some talent around the area. And if you're going to come out for those, get there early, get a table. Uh, Love quick. Yeah, it's there. A lot, of, a lot of fun stuff going on there. But with the expansion, mm-hmm. um, if you've noticed, uh, they're doubling the square footage. The stage is going to be bigger, and they're adding a uh, patio out on the front. Ooh. An outdoor seating. Okay. They're also going to be um, putting a coffee shop that's going to offer coffee and also a lot more. So pizza, ice cream, grab-and-go sandwiches. And this is going to be day and night, not just morning, not just evening. Mm-hmm. So Quimby Village is really going to start being a place to hang out even more than it already is with the Clyde and club room um, as is. So keep keep it, um, keep looking out for those announcements on what we're going to be adding there. Right. And just to add, we do have music in uh, the club room on Saturdays as well. It's um, I love it's our the brand is I love Saturdays, uh, right. which basically just features uh, bands of all sizes, um, local and regional that sing all of the songs that we love that everybody can get up and dance to. 
I love it. I love yeah, it. So I've been I've been missing out. Apparently, I haven't heard <laughs> any of this. Is all free. No See cover. What? No no just, cover. No cover. Nope. Just come out. Enjoy yourself. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, See what Saturday. happens when you guys don't come in over this <laughs> this long of a break. I miss everything. I had no, no idea. <laughs> and fr- it's called so Friday Night Vibes. That's Friday what it's called. Vibes. Yep. It's uh, I say, I'm, I'm liking that. WBUI's Meet the Music presents Friday Night Vibes. I like. I know there's a couple different things that go on with it. So that's long. Yeah. I have to remember that. That sounds exciting though. I'm probably a little biased because Vibes is in it. So. Right. I, I think I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'm a little bit hey, biased on this. Vibes can be all over the place. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Vibes. We share it. Eric Johnson vibes, Bruce Hornsby vibes. I love it. I love Friday it. Yeah, vibes. so that's pretty exciting. We'll have to get that schedule, you know, up in the description or something so people can see that. That's awesome. You know, the Clyde in the Club Room doing amazing things here in Fort Wayne and right down the street. I mean, I'm sure, you know, centrally located, um, perfect. You know, perfect spot. You know, for you know, close to home. If you want to go out mm-hmm. for the night, you know, not too far of a drive home. That's fantastic. All that stuff you guys got going up at the club room. So one more time here, let's run down the February date specifically right now. Okay. What can they catch at the Clyde Theater in the month of February? Um, finishing up January, I just want to hop on the Alfred right, McGee show is Wednesday, January 29th. Um, it's a jam band. Really looking forward to that one. It's an affordable ticket as well. Um, on Friday, February 7th, we have the Almond Betts Band. Wednesday, February 12th, we have Alter Bridge, Walk the Sky Tour. Thursday, February 13th, we have Richard Marks, an acoustic evening of love songs, Valentine's Day date night. Mm. Uh, Saturday, February 15th, we have Bad Fish, a tribute to Sublime. Um, it's going to be on the Sun Tour with Tropidelic and Little Stranger. Friday, February 21st is Lee Bryce. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, February 23rd, we have Eric Johnson. And uh, that wraps up February for us before we head into March and April that are just as busy. <laughs> uh, if you're buying tickets to any of these shows, make sure you go to the Clyde Theater website. We cannot stress that enough. There's a lot of uh, sites out there that kind of mimic the Clyde. Mm-hmm. And people are pay- paying double the price for a show that is really affordable um, here in Fort Wayne. So ClydeTheater.com. Call our box office. They're 12 to 6 every day if we don't have a show. Monday through uh, Thursday, 10 to 6 on Fridays. Correct, yes. Boom. Um, so, yeah, call our box office. If you are unsure, mm-hmm. just double check. You don't want to pay mm-hmm. double the price for um, a show when you can get it uh, right here at the Clyde Theater website. That's right. Very well said. Daniel and Rachel coming in once again to preview what's coming up at the Clyde Theater. Appreciate you guys coming in again. We'll see you guys again in March and talk about those shows again. Sounds good. Thanks awesome. for having us. Great good stuff. Be back. Thanks so much to Rachel and Daniel for coming in studio once again to preview what's coming up here at the Clyde Theater here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And it's about that time, folks. I know I could not be doing this podcast today without my annual and hopefully final rant on the Grammys. I think this is it for me, folks. Um, I am no longer interested in the Grammys. I just, I'm just not. Although I think it's awesome. Our fantastic sponsor, the Clyde Theater, has featured bands that are nominated for a Grammy, including I Prevail and Kill Switch Engage, even, uh, both nominated for Best Metal Performance for New Vocal or Instrument Solo, Duo Group, or Collaborative Metal Recordings. Both of them are nominated in that category. I think it's awesome, you know, that that is the case. And also, I Prevail is also nominated for Best Rock Album, uh, in, in that category for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new. New rock, hard rock, or metal recordings. I think it's awesome. But in terms of the Grammys itself, it's an absolute joke. And at this point, I'm pretty much done with it. You know, people my age absolutely love the Grammys. They're on tonight. I'm not going to watch. I have zero interest in it. Uh, very awkward run up to this year's Grammys, which will broadcast obviously tonight from Staples Center in Los Angeles. Now, in case you missed it, last Thursday, Deborah Dugan, who is the president and chief executive of the Recording Academy, uh, the organization that obviously hosts the show, was placed on administrative leave uh, following accusations of misconduct 
which set off a series of claims and counterclaims. And the board of trustees initially cited an allegation from, quotes, a senior female member of the Recording Academy team as the reason for Dugan's leave. Now, Dugan had only been in the position for five months, yet the timing of the board's decision immediately felt pretty weird. And coming just a few weeks after Dugan had sent a memo to human resources claiming, in quotes, something was seriously amiss at the Academy, end quote. And on Wednesday afternoon, members of the Recording Academy received an email from the subject line statement from the women on executive committee of the Recording Academy. And in, in that statement, it says for high ranking women within the organization, Tammy Hurt, Christine Albert, Leslie Ann Jones and Terry Jones had written and distributed a letter gently disputing the notion that the Academy is sexist in quotes. We would not have taken precious time away from our families and careers if we felt that it was a, quote, boys club, the women wrote. The Academy has been struggling with serious allegations of sexism since at least 2018, when the 60th annual Grammys were held at Madison Square Garden. So things have been kind of crazy with the Grammys as of lately, and, you know, things are getting exposed and things like that. But in terms of the actual Grammy Awards, I'm very happy for artists like Lizzo. You know, I look at the nominations. There's a few songs here and there that... You know, we're big records in 2019. You have Ariana Grande's album. Thank you. Next, we have Ed Ed Sheeran's uh, number six collaborations project. You have Taylor Swift's Lover. Um, You have Beyonce with the Lion King, the gift soundtrack. Billie Eilish, I know, emerged onto the scene. Um, You have the big song, I think, which will probably win best pop duo group performance. I think Post Malone and Sway Lee with Sunflower will probably take that away. Um, You probably look at Lil Lil Nas X with Old Town Road. I know that's a big one. So I think it's going to come down to those two. Probably Old Town Road will win. I hate that song, but um, in all terms, in all seriousness, you know, this award show has just become a joke and it always has been. And it took me a really long time to come to that conclusion. It really has. And, you know, you look at I came across this list. Eric Alper, who has been a guest on this podcast before, he's a serious XM radio host out of Canada. And he put out this list of, you know, artists and bands that have never won a Grammy. Never. Not once. Now, listen to the people on this list, folks. You have ABBA, a tribe called Quest, the Beach Boys. Wouldn't it be nice? telling me with all of these reggae different reggae categories bob marley never won a grammy bob marley is reggae never won a grammy the cure curtis mayfield diana ross janice joplin the one and only Jimi hendrix Nas, classic rock group The Kinks, yeah, you really got 
first thoughts and i actually tweeted this and i stand by my decision 100 100 i say this absolutely proves and i quote retweeted this list i said which proves it means it means jack shit to win one is what i said in my quote retweet it means absolutely nothing to win a grammy when you have this kind of list of artisan bands that have never won one once i seen that i was done that's all it took and my, but I, I will say this, though, uh, a good friend of mine, Randy Lewis, has been all over the reports going on with the Grammys, you know, behind the scenes. I think he even interviewed um, Deborah Dugan, who is, like I said, the suspended chief of the Recording Academy, who claims she was removed from the position as retaliation for uncovering a range of misconduct. And Randy Lewis from the L.A. Times has been all over that report. So quick shout out to him. But. Hate to take all the steam out of the Grammys, but it's a joke. I'm sorry, folks. And I think at this point for me, and I'm sure a lot of people, I'm absolutely done with it. This will probably be the last time I even do a podcast on it unless, you know, I'm very excited about someone getting nominated or winning, possibly going to win an award. This year, I'm just not that excited. You have uh, Lil Nas X going to win Old Town Road for Song of the Year, which is absolutely trash. Um, best album is probably going to go to Ariana Grande, which was okay. I'm um, just not that impressed. I'm not really not that impressed with the Grammys anymore. And it's really unfortunate because at one time it was very respectable and it meant a lot to win a Grammy. But I think it's really lost its luster. It really has. Let's go ahead and get to our Drop the Needle here. Sponsored by 20 Past 4 and More, located on Broadway Street. Going to drop the needle on Eric Johnson. You guys heard my conversation earlier with the Clyde Theater, Daniel Butler and Rachel Burnett. Thanks so much to our good friends from the Clyde Theater, Daniel and Rachel, for coming in studio once again to tease what's coming up at the Clyde Theater for the month of February. Now, an artist that is going to be coming to the Clyde Theater is Eric Johnson, and he's one of my favorite guitarists that are still alive today. And he is going to be coming to the Clyde Theater Sunday, February 23rd. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the show starts at 7 p.m. Now, Eric Johnson will be coming to the Clyde Theater. He is from Austin, Texas. At least that's where he was born. And he started all the way back in 1969, now 65 years old. And another reason why he's probably one of my favorites is his birthday is actually a day before mine. His birthday is August 17th. Mine's August 18th. So 
that could be part of it as well. But no, in, in all seriousness, best known for his electric guitar skills, Johnson is also highly proficient in acoustic, lap steel, and resonator and bass guitar, and as well as an accomplished pianist and vocalist. He plays in many genres, including rock, blues, jazz fusion, soul, funk, new age, classical, and even a little bit of country. Guitar Magazine has called him, in quotes, one of the most respected guitarists on the planet. He's coming to the Clyde Theater February 23rd, so I figured, why not? Drop the needle on an Eric Johnson instrumental. From his 1996 album Venus Isle, here is Manhattan by Eric Johnson. Let's drop the needle.
time travel with DC Hendrix on the Music Vibes Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.